Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you start at ExpressPros.com. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb, you know, our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated hand-cooked Dynapro AT2 Extreme. But did you know they sell other automotive products, wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few? Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, that's the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. You got to win that game for Oklahoma City. You got to win that game. And Russell Westbrook, as much as he's part of the solution, he's also part of the problem. And he had a turnover late on a charge. He drove in and should have scored instead, passed it off to Jeremy Grant, who missed a, missed a layup. He missed what would have been the game leading or game winning jump shot. He got beat twice. But more than anything, he missed more shots, 20, than the rest of his team combined, 19. And so we can talk about Billy Donovan, 
We could talk about the the Sam Presti's roster that has Steven Adams making $20 million and he can't be on the floor late. The paucity of shooting that they have. As opposed to the Trailblazers who lost Yosef Nurkic but were able to add Ennis Cantor late, giving them more scoring. They went offense instead of defense. Seth Curry out on the floor late because he can really shoot. We can talk about the personnel. We can talk about the coaching. But it starts and ends with Russell Westbrook. Starts and ends with Russell Westbrook. This is three straight seasons in which they've lost in the first round of the playoffs. The three years in which Kevin Durant has been gone. And you can tell me that he doesn't have Kevin Durant around him, but he had Victor Oladipo two years ago, and he had Paul George the past two years. And they didn't lose to great teams. Damian Lillard played great, but without Nurkic... It's a two-man show and a bunch of shooters. That's what they are. And he got outplayed at his own spot. Just like last year, he got outplayed by Donovan Mitchell at his own spot. We can talk round and round, and I don't know what you do if you're the Thunder to fix it. Because the Oklahoma City Thunder, they run the victim of being the second or third into the market. And this is not the first time around. The original flaw in Oklahoma City was they were trying to play catch-up to the San Antonio Spurs and L.A. Lakers. Because to beat the Lakers, you had to have two big guys because they had Pau Gasol and they had uh, Andrew Bynum. People were like, man, I forgot Andrew Bynum. Like, Andrew Bynum, by the way, he's like a dinosaur. Like, could not play in today's NBA. But in his prime, before the knee injuries really set in, in his early 20s, like, he was a force down there. And then you had Pau Gasol. You had to stop Kobe. And then you had to stop their two posts. That's why they made a trade and acquired Kendrick Perkins. Because he needed a tough defensive player. But then Kendrick Perkins was a waste. Right? And they had Serge Ibaka. So they were late into the, hey, we don't need two big guys. And they had Steven Adams, who there's a big guy from a foregone era. If you're going to be that big, you have to be one of two things. You either got to be a great offensive player or a great defensive player. And he is neither. He's a great quote. He's a great dude. And in 1995, he would be an unbelievable weapon. He can score a little bit. He can defend. He doesn't need the basketball. And he's a great dude. And he's tougher than a $2 steak. But this ain't 1995, dude. They're late on, on the Steven Adams. And then Russell Westbrook. High volume, low efficiency. Missing that many shots. Yee. I don't know how you fix it. You're like, oh, let's trade Russell Westbrook. You think the rest of the league wants a guy who can't shoot, doesn't know he can't shoot, hard to coach, has had four knee surgeries, and is going to make $45, $46, $47, 49000000 million the next four years? Like, maybe. <laughs> and then you got Lillard, who we need to stop with these, the most underrated player in the league. Stop it. He's a perennial all-star. He's been all NBA. And while he's not Steph Curry, he's an incredible shooter. And he keeps getting better. And he seems to have no fear of the big moment. But hell, his team got swept from the playoffs last year too. So, 
we, we can make this out to be a million different things, but I look at it and Oklahoma City's got a Russell Westbrook problem. The personnel is going to be really, really hard to fix. But that game last night was was lost by Russell Westbrook and won by Damian Lillard. Westbrook played hero ball down the stretch, could not personally stop his man defensively, made bad decisions, didn't get the ball to their best player, and ends up being the loser. And I have no problem with trash talk. With the I don't I don't really get the rocking the baby thing, but if you're going to rock the baby and your teammates going to point to their wrist and mock Dame time, that's fine. But when you lose, we all know how it works. The ultimate trash talk is scoreboard. What a game last night! Reaffirms my belief that NBA basketball is the best. Those guys are so much more skilled than NBA players ever have been. And skill by skilled I mean dribbling, passing, shooting the basketball. Yeah, there's a lot of flopping. Yeah, there's a lot of flailing. But man, those guys are so, so good. I hell, I remember watching Westbrook in person in the playoffs a couple different, couple different times, turning to my wife and saying, look, I, I thought of myself as a borderline NBA player who, who never made it. But I can tell you right now, even in my athletic prime, and I was a really, really good athlete, I have no idea how I could guard Russell Westbrook, let alone, let alone guarding Damian Lillard. I mean, a guy who can shoot from 40 feet out and then go by you and finish in the lane with the lane wide open, that's, it's almost impossible. And was impossible last night. I don't know how to fix it, though. Don't know how to fix it. The Thunder are the house that you walk into and you're like, well, maybe if we... And you're just talking yourself out of the fact that it's not about the... Uh, aesthetics of the kitchen. It's not about changing countertops and knocking out a wall. It's not that. Foundation screwed up. Feng Shui screwed up. The kitchen's in the wrong place. The entire, you almost have to go down to the studs if you truly want to fix it. And Oklahoma City can't really go down to the studs because the likelihood of, uh, of, of getting back even to where they are Watchable, fun, competitive in the regular season. That's a tough pill to swallow. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It feels like what Magic Johnson is doing with the for the Lakers is what Kellyanne Conway did during the election. Stick with me for a second. This actually makes sense. So Kellyanne Conway was... Uh, on Team Trump. You know, she's a pollster, a political consultant. Now she serves as counselor to the president. She was Trump's campaign manager. But then she left the campaign midway through it. Right? Um, and by the way, she she initially actually endorsed Ted Cruz. But then she became, she became basically like a... a a media pundit because of her time spent with now president, then Donald Trump, which is what magic Johnson seems to be doing. He was president of the Lakers and he was like, man, I can't even tweet guys. I get caught tampering. And now he's a civ- he's civvies, you know, he's a civilian 
but he's and he's not even necessarily smart enough to do the like ah, I got nothing to do with it. Now he's like I'm still kind of working for the Lakers. Kellyanne Conway was probably always working for Donald Trump, but she just didn't tell anybody. She just went on TV as a political pundit. That's all. <laughs> brilliant. A little diabolical, but brilliant. Which is what, like Magic Johnson, you almost feel like ESPN's going to hire Magic Johnson and he'll end up being a Lakers spokesperson even though he works for whoever he works for in the playoffs or, 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 or post-president. Or maybe he's just a civilian. Maybe he's just Magic Johnson, former Laker. Where you have actually more power now because you don't have the constraints of the office. Which is a fascinating move and maybe one that works. Like, look, he can't really recruit guys that are under contract when he's a member of the Lakers front office. But if he's just Magic Johnson, you can't stop him from doing it. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. 
So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm fascinated by this draft being the Raiders draft. Right? When you have that many picks in the first two rounds, like that, this is reshaping your roster. I mean, you have, you have three first round picks, you got a couple of second round picks. Like, you got a, you got a chance to completely reshape your roster. And then you have like Mike Mayock going through mock draft scenarios. And, and I, I understand that people think it's funny. There's two stories that have come out over the last week that make the Raiders kind of look clownish, right? Kind of look clownish. Like the first part is that they sent all their scouts home because they couldn't trust any of them. And, you know, we've kind of debunked that because you have a new general manager. Those scouts contract is up. Their time is up. They're, they're not part of the big board process. And if, if, if guarding state held secrets or Raider held secrets were really important, then somebody wouldn't have leaked it to Ian Rappaport. And then it's a well, Mike Mayock's going through mock draft scenarios. They all are. You absolutely have to. Whether you want to call it a mock draft scenario or whether or not you um whether or not you want to um simply be prepared for plan A, plan B, plan C, plan D, plan E, plan F. It's all kind of the same thing. He's not doing anything different than any other GM in his uh in his position would do. When you're new, you bring in your own scouts. And when you're getting ready for the draft, this is like the you know, when guys get ready to do the debates or men and women get ready to do debates, the presidential debates, they have mock debates and they have a mock debater who plays the role of the other person. That's no different. No different at all. They don't do anything that the Raiders aren't doing anything that hasn't previously been done. The only difference is you're hearing about it. Now, whether you're hearing about it because they want it out there to create some positive attention, whether you're hearing about it more likely because people are still don't love Gruden, whether they think he's a phony or his contract's too big or his ego's too big, whatever it is, he's rubbed enough people the wrong way somehow that people reporting legitimate stories, these are legitimate stories, but it, you could make that story about anybody. I, I texted two GMs today. They're like, yeah, we, we do that stuff ourselves. 
We go through different scenarios. Whether you want to call them mock drafts or not, we kind of go through, you know, and after day one, that's what we do at the night of day one. Like, we don't come up for air because we got to prepare now for the next couple of days because things are different. People are off the board. We got to kind of reassess where we are and where the league is. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. You can follow him on Twitter at Rick Buker. Buke, um, uh, let, let's talk some ball, shall we? Uh, do we? Do the other games even matter to you? Do you want to talk about Jokic, or should we just concentrate on Portland? Because I've I've talked this Portland-Oklahoma City thing to death, but I'd, I'd love your insight. Are any of the other three games matter to you at all? In terms of what result, the results last night? Mm, Yeah, or what it says. Like, look, we didn't expect Brooklyn to win the series, but they were, you know, more competitive than last night. Obviously, they got their their butts whooped or whatever. Yes, yes. Uh, um, How attractive. Russell was exposed. As what? Uh, As a good player, but not an all star, not a guy. I mean, I, I hate to echo magic, but this, that. He is better than he was advertised in L.A. Is he a leader? Is he a true all-star? I would stop short of that. And the the stage and the the moment was was clearly too big for him, and that that began the unraveling. I will say this: just when it comes to Brooklyn in general, I've never of all the exp- of the results or the what I expected. Being down 3-1 on the road, the lower seed, nothing, nothing to lose. To see them have the yips and play tentatively at that stage was one of the most, one of the more bizarre happenings that I've seen in the playoffs. I I just could not have anticipated that they were going to respond to that situation in the way that they did. Why do you think that happened? I honestly, I don't know other than their youth. I really, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I would suspect that maybe it was because they were the, the story. They were the story, uh, the, the team that everybody rooted for this year. They were the little team that could. And suddenly they walked into a hostile environment yeah. where people felt that, you know, maybe, maybe they're not, maybe not, they're not all that they were cracked up to be. And, to, to change things. I, I say all that only because with the beatdown, and, and I feel the same way with Milwaukee over Detroit, it's really hard to gauge how those teams are playing uh, at, at the moment because in, in this last case, Brooklyn just didn't show up. That game was all about Brooklyn far more than it was about Philadelphia. And the Milwaukee-Detroit series was going to be a bad matchup, even if Blake had been healthy. I actually think there's a parallel between this one and the Oklahoma City one. And here's how. Um, I was... I was not really a trash talker. I would I'd react more to trash. I was more, I just had fun. I would talk to the fans, to other coaches, to refs, whatever. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, you know, I was, I just, I just enjoyed it. And now, but I, I always, always thought like, you gotta be really careful who you talk trash to, right? Because, mm-hmm. and, and this goes back to when I was a little kid, I grew up playing at Miles Square Park. And I remember that, um, there was a there was a dude who played at Cal State Fullerton, and it was the day before my freshman year started in high school. 
and named okay. Joe Small. Okay, Joe Small was Cal State Fullerton's best player, and we're playing outdoor pickup. Okay, in in like early September, late August in Southern California, and I hit a couple shots. And guys, all the guys were talking a little trash to Joe. The high school kid, lighten you up, Joe. High school kid, lighten you up. And I hit one like, yeah, yeah, Joe. And Joe Small came down the lane and saw me there and elbowed me. And there's blood just gushing out of my face. And I just be very careful who you run your mouth to. I felt like the Nets and Oklahoma City, be very careful who you talk trash to because some guys react really well. Some guys react poorly and go into a shell. And I felt like they tried, (laughs) Brooklyn tried to be the bully. They tried to have Jared Dudley start something in game four. And in game five, the Philadelphia 76ers ended it. Is that fair at all? I I think that's very fair. And I think it's a good point in that. Like I, I, I like Jared Dudley. I think he brought something important to that team as a veteran leader. But in this instance, in the playoffs, when you're not a main player, when you're not a main cog, you can't talk trash. And, and, and in a way, it's unfortunate because he really wasn't talking trash as much as he was, he was stating a truth. I mean, what he said about Ben Simmons is, is true. Nonetheless, even telling the truth, you have to pick your spots is when you're going to tell it because it, it can come off as trash talk and it will come off as that in a situation like the playoffs. Yeah, it, it is funny how people look at stats with D'Angelo Russell. All I can tell you is this, and I think he's matured. He's definitely improved as a player, but I think he's matured as a guy. I was yeah. told when they got rid of him with the Lakers that there was a long time, there was a couple of long time coaches with the Lakers, and they said he was their least favorite Laker they had ever had. Yeah. Least favorite yep. ever. And it wasn't yep. just because he wasn't a great player, it was because he actually wanted to be a leader, and he would take young guys out, and his he didn't practice hard. Just all yep. the things that lead, he did the opposite of what leaders are supposed to do, and they had to get him out of the building. Obviously, some of that has turned. Let's get to Oklahoma City in Portland. Um, First, Oklahoma City. I've heard people mm-hmm. say, well, you know, now you got to build it around Paul George. How, how, how are you going to do that? It's, it's Russell Westbrook's <laughs> team. It's his city. Yes, yes. They're yes. screwed. No, well, not only that, but Paul George has to want that. Paul George doesn't want to be in that role. And, and, and other than handing him the keys to the team in the way that they did. I mean, first of all, it's just like you're building, building the team around him. Look, Russ ceded to Paul this year. You're the better player. We're going, to, we're going to play through you. There's a difference between being the best player and being the leader of the team. I don't have I, – I, look, I just think all of this is a major overreaction. Russ has to learn not to play with rage, not to play with his heart on his sleeve and his emotions. I honestly – the game that he played in Game 5, if he played like that all the time, he would learn how to handle the last four or five minutes of a game better. His shooting percentage would be better. There would be a lot of things that would be better, and then he would be better suited when he has to play that role in playoff games and under-pressure situations. So I really think it's just a matter of Russell Westbrook Taking a page from this loss, the way that he did last year. You know, last year he tried to single-handedly carry them to to a first-round win and went down blazing but futile. And he told people in the organization, "Okay, I, I'm I I know I can't do it that way. I, I got to find another way." And he tried to utilize the pieces around him 
this year far more than he ever has before. I think what he's going to learn from this series, hopefully, that will make them better next year, is don't try to make this a personal battle. Don't try to humiliate and intimidate your opponent because, you know what, it's not going to work, and it's only going to distract you from doing what you need to do as far as helping the team get to where it needs to go. Yeah, but isn't that who he is? Well, look, I would have, I, I, I still believe that he's capable of toning it down because he did last night. I've seen it. I've seen it at times where he realizes, okay, I need to put all the histrionics aside. He made the change this year in how he approached the game. So I still believe that, and this really comes down to a matter of character, is Russ so set on doing it his way and proving that he can do it his way, or is he all about trying to figure out how do I win? What's the best way for me to win? I still believe that Russ Westbrook's heart is in the right place and he wants to win more than he wants to be the show. What do they do with uh, the roster, with the coaching staff? You know, I mean, they they just, hey, yeah. the West is going to change, Golden State's going to be different, and yep. we're just going to continue on? Or, or do they try and make a massive change? I, w- I would expect or I'm anticipating that there's going to be a coaching change. I, t- I was told going into this that if they didn't get to the first ra- out of the first round, that they, and even if they did, that there was a potential coaching change that the feeling is that the team has not has not evolved. Uh, you know, my next question was, okay, so who do they go get? Yeah. Because, uh, and I'm just, I was told what they wouldn't get. You know, it's not likely that Sam Presti's going to go to the college ranks again. He's not going to go for, uh, for a retread. Uh, that he will look for, you know, his Nick Nurse, a guy who can come in and persuade his stars that offensively, this is how we need to play. And as a GM said to me the other day, what you have to do is you have to get somebody who comes in and is willing to say to Russ, Russ, you get the first 40 minutes. I get the last eight. We play the game my way the last eight minutes. And I don't know that Billy Donovan really ever asked that or felt he was in a position to ask that of Russ. But ultimately, that for me is what is going, it, it's going to take. And then we'll find out whether Russ is amenable to doing things different. Yeah. I mean, Nate Tibbetts, I know he's up for one of these, a couple of these other jobs. He used to coach their G League team. I mean, he's a guy, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what you do. It's a, it's a hard one because you do need someone that he's going to respect, right? Yep. Yep. And, and, yep. But it's, as you know, this is a lot like the free agency pool. It's hard to get somebody to buy into going <laughs> to Oklahoma City. Not just because no, it's Oklahoma I, City, but also because it's coaching Russell Westbrook. Yeah, I, look, I, it, coaching Russell... I I don't know that that is the uh, the block uh, blockade that people make it out to be. Uh, look, there are, there are only thirty of these jobs, but you are right in that it's not it's not an easy solution in terms of finding somebody who has the pedigree uh-huh. and then just the guts to say, hey, this is this is ultimately the way we're going to do it. But staying the course, look, for the last couple of years, people have been saying. The Portland Trailblazers have to, you know, they have to change it up. This isn't going to work. And Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum changed their games. Damian Lillard in particular. Look, there are some parallels. If you want to go that to parallels, there was a time where Damian Lillard 
was crying for respect and playing like a guy who was trying to prove I'm better than I'm getting credit for. And he said to me at one point, because I, I, I noticed a change, and I said, you know, what's the deal? And he said, I, you know, I got to a point where I just thought, maybe this is just my, this is my fate, you know, that I'm, I'm supposed to be the guy who doesn't get the credit that he deserves. And he stopped playing with that in mind and played with the idea of, I'm just going to try to get this Portland Trailblazers team as far as I can go. And I think if you look at the two game-winning shots that he took, 2014, look how he reacted to that. Popped his jersey. It was all about him. With this one, it was next. He also waved goodbye. That was. I thought that was pretty. Yeah, uh, you know what? The way, Considering all of the no, no, no. Trash I got, I got it. I, I that, lo- look. I loved that, it. I that loved he it. Waited. He waited until after. Look, Jordan talked trash too, but he would do it after he got the job done. In, in in in. I mean, when he was really over the top about it, when he celebrated or he gestured, or he gave you the 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 six rings. He did it after he got the job done, not after as the Oklahoma City Thunder did when they won it, or the, or the Philadelphia 76ers after they won a game in the series, but we're still down overall. Yeah. No, it's good. Rick Buecher joining us in the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. I offered up a hypothesis on Magic Johnson still being involved kind of uh, semi-secretly, although Magic keeps no secrets at all with, with the Lakers. Right. Is, is, he, is he trying to do the Kellyanne Conway thing? Right, remember Kellyanne Conway was working for the campaign, then she leaves the campaign and works for CNN, and now she's back with the campaign. Like she was just a plant all along. Is that the plan? Right. Well, I, I think that is the plan, but I, I would say this. I mean, honestly, and I, no, no, no offense to Magic or those who who love him. He was my favorite player growing up. Why does it matter? It's not as if he was recruiting people before, like when he was part of the organization before after i don't know anybody who is coming to play for the lakers because magic johnson is whispering in their ear certainly look that wasn't what got lebron james here so I, you know whether he's working for the organization or not to me it's more let's just make sure everybody thinks it's still copacetic i'm still part of laker nation Jeannie's still my sister everybody's everybody's loving everybody I think that has, more than anything, that's what this is all about. I, I just, I, whether Magic is in the fold or he's not in the fold, I don't see it as being a difference maker when it comes to adding talent to this Lakers team. Okay, so what are they doing? They're, in, they're, negotiating, they're, they're talking with a bunch of coaches. Is this really yeah. how they're going to roll? They're just going to hire Kurt Rambis and hire a coach and go as is? I, from everything I've heard, that's how they're going. I, if you're waiting for Pat Riley or Jerry West or anybody like that, they, they are, I've been told definitively that's not happening. They're not going that direction. And I haven't heard anybody else's name. So, yeah, for the time being, this is the status quo. And I think a lot of it's going to be on, on Rob and Flash Kobe to see what they're able to do when it comes to changing this roster. Okay, how can they do that if has been reported and I've I've heard this too that like mm. Rob has trouble getting getting other agents and other GMs to want to buy buy into making moves with him and 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 there's other guys that don't want to play for team LeBron. Uh yes, those are two <laughs> those are two impediments. I'm not really buying the I mean talking to agents is one thing, making a deal 
with uh, another team. Other teams, if they if a deal makes sense, it's business. It's not personal. So I don't see that. But you are right. I, look, I'm I'm not saying that any of this is going to work. I'm just telling you that this is the approach that the Lakers are going to take, at least for this summer. Rick Buecher joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Both teams have to close out their opponents tonight. But how yeah. vulnerable do you think Golden State is without DeMarcus Cousins? Uh, because I, I do think KD's played better. They you finally yeah. got Clay Thompson going a little bit. How vulnerable do you think they are against Houston in the second round? I still believe that they are very vulnerable defensively. I thought that was demonstrated, and you know, everybody made a big deal about KD and the number of shots that he got in Game 2. My thing was, is anybody paying attention to the fact that they gave up 135 points in a playoff game to the Los Angeles Clippers? I, it, it, the Houston Rockets are infinitely better offensively. They present more issues. And so that's the test. That's, that's going to be the test for me. Is offensively, can they get things done? Yes. But defensively, are they going to be able to play and sustain it? That's, that's what I need to see. And uh, I, I don't you know, I don't know if it's Houston that takes them down. I don't know if it's the next round. I just think there's a cumulative effect here, and I've been saying it all year. That's what makes me think that the Warriors, these series are going to go longer than anticipated, and they're going to take more and more hits, and somebody's going to, somebody's going to finally turn the corner on them somewhere along the line. I just don't think, though, that Portland or Denver, if they can get past Houston, I think if, if Houston would face them in the Western Conference Finals after, yeah. for example, playing in Denver where you had to play in altitude and you lose a couple of games, and, you know, uh, you know, I don't think Portland really pr- provides them nearly the, the challenge that, that Denver would, uh, you know, especially hmm. without DeMarcus Cousins. But I, in the second round... I don't think they're as worn down as they would have been if Houston, you know, caught them in the in the Western Conference Finals. I think that's fair. Let's see how this round plays out, and I believe Portland can give them more issues than you do. I I, I believe that just by by the sake for the sake of by the sake of familiarity mm-hmm. that they can do some things and the matchups. Uh, there's some matchups there that can, that actually can work for Portland. Great stuff. Rick Buecher, Fox Sports 1. Also read his stuff in uh, Bleacher Report. Follow him on Twitter as well. Buecher, really appreciate you. Love watching you on our shows. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Doug. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We had some foreshadowing of last night's shot. Excuse me. Damian Lillard hitting a parking lot three to win the game against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Now, what you have to understand is, and this is something that Steph Curry has really changed, is that deep of a three. I remember when I was in high school, and I know you look at my numbers, you're like, you couldn't shoot. Like, I couldn't make. <laughs> I could actually shoot. I wouldn't have been recruited at this high level if I couldn't shoot. But we used to come down to high school, transition threes from the volleyball line, which is like a deeper than NBA three, pull up and, and make it. And now I needed the momentum of a transition three, kind of momentum behind you to shoot from that sort of depth. But... Much like 
the volume of three-point shots now, it's not like there weren't great shooters before, but but coaches didn't embrace it nearly as much. You know, they were. it was all about mid-range, mid-range pull-ups. I, I remember like John McLeod, who I played for my freshman year at Notre Dame, who just passed away, his funeral was yesterday. But he was on me, he was constantly on me about working on my mid-range pull-up, especially going right. And I was like, Coach, I like shooting a transition pull-up from three or just shake in place and shoot. Like, that's a bad shot. Because back then it was considered a bad shot. Corner three is considered a bad shot because if you miss as a point guard or a small guard, you can't get back defensively. Starts transition offense. But Steph Curry's ability to shoot uh, not only a high volume, but make a high percentage from that deep has changed a lot of people's perspective on it. It really has. And so what was a bad shot now you could deem a marginal shot. Here's Paul George, who guarded Damian Lillard, on the shot after the game. I mean, that's a bad, a bad shot. I don't care what anybody says. That's a bad shot. Uh, but, hey, he made it. That story won't be told that it was a bad shot. Um, we live with that. You live with that. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. You live with it. Here's Damian Lillard on the shot. The series was over. It was a great feeling. When it left my hands, it felt good. I felt good about it. And um, the last five or six minutes of the game, I just kept telling myself, like, for us to, to get this game, we was going to have to really, really dig, you know, to come out on top. So the fact that I kept telling myself that, and then we came out on top and the shot went in, I was like, man, it really it really happened. You know, we really dug and pulled it out. So um, it was a great feeling. Here's his workout coach, who he actually also mentioned in his postgame remarks. Phil Beckner joined us Last week, I believe, last week, and we talked about what's what's allowed Damian Lillard to go from lightly recruited high school two guard to star in college, first round draft pick to now superstar in the NBA. Last summer, he was like, I really want to increase my range, not only off catch and shoot, but off the bounce. So that was one of our biggest emphasis with him, you know, being able to shoot the ball from distance. And that was something we've always done because obviously, and you played, you know, but um, when a point guard could shoot behind the pick and roll or shoot from NBA three off the bounce, it, it makes pick and roll coverages so much harder to guard him. And now he's able to shoot that thing probably four feet behind the line. And uh, it's just opened up a whole nother, you know, area for him. And I think it's really given him a chance to be special. And what most people don't know is, you know, as much failure as he had last year and all the things that uh, the Trailblazers went through in the playoffs, he knew he was going to need this to get really, really good. So we came up with a system, a foundation to really work on his range specifically. And then the first shot, of course, he hits against the Thunder in the playoffs was that deep pull-up against Paul George, and he was like, I knew I was going to get that off. He he specifically told me that. We watched film. He's like, I knew I was going to get that off, and now he's separated himself because he could make those at a very, very high level. Amazing stuff, right? The expression in in basketball, teams are made in the winter, players are made in the summer. That's the case with Damian Lillard. And by the way, he was working with Phil Beckner during the NBA playoffs as the work continues. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at first first listen. listen. This season... 
We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.